Canelo Alvarez is indeed the undisputed super middleweight world champion, indeed the first ever at 168 pounds, sixth in total now in history, following, of course, in the footsteps of Josh Taylor earlier this year, which Josh does, Canelo follows. But it wasn't as simple as that, as we're about to find out. I think this is after the Bell Mirror Fighting's Boxing Show. I'm Martin Dommen, joined by Barry Jones and by Declan Taylor in the wee small hours. Barry, oh, I should say, actually, I haven't even said how the fight stopped, fight ended. Canelo Alvarez winning in the 11th round, flat down twice, the fight stopped after the second one. Barry, we were just talking off camera about the, the scorecards. They were all in favour of Canelo by three, two, three and four rounds, I think. But you had plans up at time of the stoppage, I believe. I did, yeah. It, it was a close fight, but I thought Plant was, was boxing quite well, to be honest. I, I thought he was boxing really well. But, you know, it's irrelevant. I think, you know, almost giving the scorecards out when a guy's got stopped, so, you know, it's just causes trouble. Because now, especially, like, the cards were so, they had Canelo so far ahead. I just, I couldn't see it like that. And and, and now people are going to talk about that more than the, what was the, it wasn't a great fight, but it was good. it was intriguing. But it was a great finish, and it's, and Canelo did what what great fighters can do. Have 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 an off night or underperform or not box great or whatever, but still get the finish in impressive fashion, and that's what he did. Okay, Declan, let's not talk about the scorecards then. What what did you think of the ten and a bit rounds? Do you know what I was sort of with Barry there? It wasn't the it wasn't a thriller, was it? It wasn't a thriller, and and and. Plant, to his, to his credit, knew that that was the way, the only way that he would have a chance of winning was to make it, to try and slow the pace down, not do too much, not get greedy at any point, which he didn't do, try and frustrate Canelo, which he did do. Um, but even though, I mean, we're not talking about scorecards, but I, you know, if it had gone the distance, would he have got, a, would he have got a decision on boxing like that? I'm not sure. The scorecards on Twitter were all over the shop. Like it would have been a scream up, whatever happened. Um, I think it's interesting to see Canelo because obviously this was the the, the final part in the jigsaw. It wasn't. It was, it was never going to be an off night. He was never going to be under motivated or anything like that. Because obviously, as well, he was so fired up from their little bit of rivalry that they had that then to then box flat at times was very interesting. I think you have to give credit to Plant for doing that to sort of stopping him being able to do what he what he likes to do. But like Barry said, in the end. It doesn't really matter, does it? Because he he get there, and I was sort of watching it like that. I was thinking, oh, this is kind of close. A bit like the Kovalev fight. <laughs> it yeah. was at no point in the Kovalev fight did I think, oh, Kovalev's going to beat him here on points. So I just thought he was going to get him eventually, and he did get him eventually. And the thing is with Canelo, it wasn't even like he set him up a massive big setup finish. It wasn't like he put pressure on and then finally got him. It was just like from out of nowhere. It was just like gone. See you later. Same with Kovalev. Fight over. And that is the, I mean, that is the mark of a true great. It's not a rematch, you know. There's, no, I wouldn't be clamouring to see it again, despite how how well Plant boxed. Although saying that, there's back foot boxing and there's there's not doing an awful lot. It what you know, I think that he was sort of in between in between the two. He was never going to win the fight like that, I don't think. But credit to him, he frustrated Canelo. But in the end, doesn't really matter, does it? He's going to get him eventually. I, I think tactically. It, it was in this, he didn't he didn't throw loads of punches because if if you throw loads of punches with Canelo, you can't hurt him. Then he's gonna fire back, and yeah. while you're throwing, he slides into distance, and that's when he gets you. And you're talking about using your height, 
height shows sometimes a disadvantage. It's the reach that's important. But Plant used his height because if I did, he turned that left shoulder forward. So Alvarez can't hit him with the right hand. Those had hit him with the right hand clean. So he, he was hitting him in, 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 the, in the kidneys. And then he leaned back on the back foot. So it made it hard for Canelo, being a much shorter fighter, to hit him with a left hook to the chin. So a lot of the left hooks were hitting him on the forearm or on the chest, which he could take. And the, and the, and the, right, and the, and the right hands were hitting him behind the elbow, which obviously you might have slowed him down. But he's not taking him on the chin. He's not taking him flush. And, he, and, and then he would fire off that um, plant. And he and his jab and he, and he was fainting quite well, and and he was no one was dominating anything. There was no point to that. But there was no point like in the Billy Joe Saunders fight when Billy was doing well. There was always that thought that Canelo's definitely going to get you. There was times in that fight where you think you got to snap into gear now, Alvarez, because you you're walking him down like you always do, making him work hard. But I don't think he was making plant work. Overtime, like he was with Billy and other fighters, and I thought, and I think that was down to the tactics and and the confidence that Plant had. To be fair, it's the same. We we thought we were speaking the other week. Me and you, weren't we, Declan? We thought that you no, know, we we both in agreement that literally he was just going to make him look really hard, be competitive in the early rounds, and then get blasted out. And it wasn't that he got blasted out, but it wasn't that way. It was a it was not nowhere, but you know, it was a very mundane and very. No, an inspired performance from Canelo, but like you say, he's a great fight and he got the win, and that's all that matters. The thing with Plant, you mentioned there that he was, you know, almost tucking up behind the shoulder, and he would often would just hold his feet at that point as well, he wouldn't go yeah. anywhere, and that was just that just shows that Canelo wasn't really working. He was doing, he wasn't doing enough to make Plant think, "Wow, I can't stand it." He was happy just like there, there, maybe fire back of a counter, walk off. Like half the time, he was stepping away, and it was like. Okay, and Canelo was getting frustrated by that, I think, because he wasn't, you know, a bit like, you know, the Smith fight, Callum Smith fight, you think he's pressuring him with his feet the whole time and Smith's just knackered and yeah. just drain, drain, drain because he's constantly having to work every second of the fight. Plant didn't have to do that. And I think he, that was because of him. Credit to him for being yes. able to do that. And But in the end, doesn't really matter. He's lost his belt, but his stock rises. His stock rises. Yes, it does. It does. Because and also because they give the scorecards out. Then he was uh, we're talking about they're ridiculously wide. Yeah. That'd be the narrative now. That'd be that yeah. I wouldn't have got it anyway. And and then all of a sudden that'd be people from he was going to get robbed. That'd be the story will go from it'd be Chinese whispers from being robbed that he was really winning the fight. Though I had him up to be fair, but no, but. It was a it was a close affair, and you also felt because it's Nevada that stealing rounds is not enough against no. a superstar. No, it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. It should be irrelevant who you're fighting, but that's that's the case. And the guy who's pushing the pace, even if he's not being effective with the punches, sometimes gets the the rub of the green more than the the guy who's who's on the back foot. Yeah, but I must say as well because you made this good point before the Saunders fight. It was one of your few good points you've made in your last ten yeah. years. That you said that you have to you have to think about that when you think about trying to formulate a game plan. You have to go, we're never going to nick this. Yeah. You can't you can't think right. We'll try and nick it and then have a scream up when we don't get a decision. You have to you know that when you go in. And look, that's one of the problems with boxing. But everyone knows that. Everyone knows yeah. you can't you can't nick a fight against you couldn't nick a fight against Mayweather at the MGM. You definitely can't nick one against Canelo. So you sort of have to bear that in mind. But he was doing what it wasn't like he. 
I do feel like he could have been more active at times, but like you say, it would have probably just meant he gets countered more and probably would have got beaten yeah, quicker. Yeah. So he, he sort of, but that's the problem when you fight a great a great fighter like Canelo. But yeah, credit to credit to him. But in the end, it's a generational talent. Yes, exactly. Like like, like you and I. Exactly. <laughs> I was talking to Martin. <laughs> Let's not go down that road. <laughs> Was there a sense that, I mean, really, the first maybe couple of minutes of the first round, Canelo seemed happy just to, to see how things went. But after that very heavy on the on the hook, on the left hook, was there a sense that he was maybe overloading too much, maybe looking too much for that, that finish rather than setting himself up? Well, he couldn't land with the right hand because of the shoulder turn. So so that, that right side of the body was, was not a target for him. So he had to be left look happy. He was a frustrated character, and I think he was—he 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 looked lethargic to me, to be fair. And I think, I honestly think, he thought he was just going to walk right through Plant because you watch Plant other fights when he had trouble with Truax. No, not trouble. He won the fight, but I mean, you know, he wasn't comfortable at times, and and he and he gasses out a little bit in the mid stage. I think he thought it was going to be an easy night. Whatever he said on the press conferences, I think he thought he just walked through this guy like so easy because he can punch, and yeah. And I think, and I just think, I think Plant boxed at the at the right tactics to to frustrate Alvarez. So yeah, but it, it wasn't a great showing from Alvarez. It wasn't one of his highlight reels, though the finish certainly is. But um, yeah, but apart from that, you know, the performance was really inspiring. I thought from from Canelo because you felt like he could quicken his feet. He did it now and again. He did little steps, side steps, you know, to quicken his up. But he could have done that more. He could have done that. He could have put more intense pressure on. Even if you want to have a success, you could put more intense pressure on 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 plant if you wanted to. It felt that way, but sometimes you just can't click into gear, and and I felt that's what. It, but then you know, again, we keep saying the same thing. He did all that, he did, or he didn't do all that, but he still got the win. And by the way, the finish, oh, pretty special. I got to be honest. You know, he's he's a he is he is one of the, one of if not the best finisher. Once, once he hurts, once he drops you, you must just say, yeah, I'll sit this out because you know, he's not going to miss with any other punch after this. There's a lot of praise, rightly so, that Canelo's fought, well, four times in 11 months and indeed won all four belts in that time, had that fight with Yodrum, which we could all have done without, I guess. But is there a sense that maybe as good as that is, as good as it is to see him as an active <coughs> champion, maybe it taking his toll a little bit to be so active, I know he's not necessarily been gone to the well every time, but still a lot, you know, four, four fights, four training camps. Yeah, maybe. I think as well, you got to think of like, remember what Vladimir Klitschko used to say when he was champ, when it was heavyweight champion and people would just turn up. Slightly different context because the challenge was never quite on the level that, you know, Canelo's facing here and Plant and people like that and Smith and whoever, Kovalev. But I think psychologically, it must, it must be hard being like that, being the number one, just people turning up and you just think, well, I'm, I'm you just, almost... He doesn't go through the motions in the gym, but it, it is the same. It's just Groundhog Day, isn't it? And then it comes around, and there is a. It does. It's a. It's a. It's almost like a plus for him as well because it means the experience of these massive nights is just. It's just like water off the duck's back for him, and the people who turn up is like the biggest night of their career, and for him, it's just another one. But I think maybe it does. It does take a toll a bit on. Maybe not take a toll, but it does affect the way that you approach a fight and the way you start a fight because you. He looked. First few rounds, he looked like he was, I don't know, like it was, it was just any any other fight because it it is to him. And 
you sort of think this is this is a big one. And then before you know it, Plant's thinking, oh, maybe I'm oh, I'm doing well here. But he's not as good as I thought. So yeah, maybe. But let's not let's not even suggest that because we don't want we don't want champions boxing twice a year. Like we don't want to have a go. You know, to be fair, what's that four in a year or something like that? It's not exactly. You know, he's hardly Jake Lamotta, is he? It's not <laughs> like for a year. I'm sure he can handle that for the money he's getting paid. But it, what it does mean, he's basically in the gym the whole year. There was he would have had a couple of weeks off, so maybe it takes a toll. But I mean, he can. I'm sure he can handle it. That's 60 fights now at the age of 31. Quite incredible. I'm, you know, we've just said four fights in the last year. Let's say he does. Fights three times next year. Let's be conservative. Who would we like like to see him in with now? I mean, he's got decisions to make, right? He's now got four belts. Let's assume he doesn't carry on, carry on with all four belts. Where does he's he go? Not, he's not going to. The, the belts are going to be irrelevant. I, was, I think you know you must just give them back and let everyone else go. You know, carry on their on their own. He because they'll, they'll drop a belt to fight him. Really, that's the truth. I what's left for him I think going at the light heavy you know, I think he, he can do it he's done it before and he can do it again I'd love to see him against Perturbia it'd be a great fight but why would he want to risk that legacy now I mean him losing to someone like Perturbia you know, doesn't stain his legacy to me because he's, he's, he's reaching for greatness but why would you You know, it doesn't, see, it doesn't make any sense to me he, the Kovalev fight made sense because Kovalev was way past his, his sell-by date even though still you know, could be dangerous so you know it was that was an understandable risk, but Baturbiev, you know, he can be hurt. He's big and strong and powerful, and and Alvarez is not a, still not a you know, he's he's, you know, he's half an inch taller than me for God's sake, you know. They're, they're that sinking, you know what I mean? And and so I, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And I, what does he do now? I I, I can't see what he fights for now. What, what does he fight for? He's just going on a world tour. I would. Just go on a world tour, fighting good fighters, but fun fights now, just all fun fights. Like, I mean, for the fans, but because no, if he can maintain this excellence, which he's done for way too long, he beats everyone who he wants to fight. Who's out there for him? You know, Charlo moves up, maybe, and he fights him to meet Andre. People on Andre, that I think he's the that's like a he's like a mirage that on Andre D. Like they talk about him like he's the like he's the bogeyman for everyone. I don't see it. Like I just, he's good, but I don't see it. And so I can't see. I still can't see if anyone. The only one who beats him is Father Time, or he, or he loses interest. That's it. You you would imagine at some point next year he will fight in Mexico, and again you could fight anybody. You could fight you or I or, or, or Deck, and, and people would come out for that one. The one name that will always be linked with him, Gennady, Golo- <laughs> Gennady Golovkin, looks like he's going to fight at the end of the year. Uh, I guess it depends how he looks for that in that one. Is there, is there still an appetite? To... Yeah. I mean, I can't see that. I think there is. I don't know how I think there's, now, but... there's a massive appetite for it. And I think there's, like Barry's saying there, you're sort of looking at a surveying now and it's not, there's no one jumping out at all. Like, Herbiev <coughs> is like the name that people are saying, but it's only because it's sort of like, well, I, I, who can we get who could possibly beat him? Let's chuck him in. But I think a Golovkin fight makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. Um, particularly Canelo, who obviously, even though he's he got the win in the in the rematch, like, well, that people thought that he, a lot of people thought that he won that fight. There's still a lot of um, sort of people like me, for instance, who think he still hasn't beaten Golovkin. I I didn't score him a winner in either of those fights. So I think 
the way to do it is to go and have a third fight. Golovkin is old and out of form, not out of form. He hadn't fought for ages. He actually looked decent in his last fight, but he hadn't fought for ages. Now's the perfect time to get him, probably stop him, or like he could stop him. And then that would be the way to go. There's the, there's the trilogy. I think it makes a lot of sense, uh, especially because there's nothing else. Because I'm a bit like you, Martin, there, where you're a bit like, do we really want to see it now? We sort of had that. It feels like the it feels like history, doesn't it? Golov, Canelo Golovkin, <coughs> that, that rivalry. But I think the third fight is is a really good option for Canelo. You know, he he'll win the fight, whether he stops him or not. He's going to win the fight. Clearly, he's so much better. He learned so much from the first two fights. That's what I think he does next year, and I don't think we see him again until the summer. I think maybe just. Like, I think the Golovkin fight, I think it's a great... I think him and Golovkin are the perfect dance partners. They're always yeah. a good fight. But you'd have to make Canelo a huge favourite, though, I, I think, than, than before. And, and that's that's the difference. No, I thought he lost two fights, actually. But the second fight, he was much better. He was much closer. And, he, and he's been active and he's improved again. So I think, yeah, but it's still a good fight for the fans to watch. I think that's... You know, I don't want to sound too much like Frank Wallen, but it's a good fight for the fans. And, and that's the important thing. Like, and, and, and it is, but... Again, we're all just searching for stuff now, aren't we? You know, I'm thinking fighters who haven't been massively tested at that weight or that or that level. Can they can they beat him? Maybe they yeah, they got the right style, you know, but you know, no one's proven you could no no one's proven that they can compete with him. That's the truth. Thing is, what I think we've seen over the last year is he is totally and utterly addicted to boxing. I mean, his <laughs> mantra says it all. I don't think we're anywhere near a point where he does a Marvin Hagler and goes, That's me and disappears. Like I think he I think he's got ages left in him because he, he still feels fresh. I don't see him going out at the top. I see him ending up getting old or getting beaten by someone big. And like you say, it wouldn't be a shame. It wouldn't be a disgrace to lose to Baturbiev, But And I think he's got a style to beat him, actually. Yeah. I, but he does punch really hard, doesn't he? And, you know, it'd only take a couple of them. And it only would he get. He's so he, tough. He couldn't intimidate. So he couldn't intimidate Petrubia. No, 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 his presence intimidates fighters because they yeah. know he's in his hard and all that. I know when you go up in weights, that that he's been an, an anomaly because when you go up in weights, you have to adapt. They have to adapt their styles, like Mayweather did, because you can't be that intimidating factor. But he hasn't. But I think at the, against someone like Petrubia and light heavy, he'd have to be a bit different. And I think, yeah, I think he'd be a struggle. But he, I wouldn't be. No, so I'd still make him a, probably a favorite. <laughs> But but what for what what's the worth the risk? You know he could get seriously hurt, and he's this he's hurt a couple of quid probably. <laughs> well, that's what you do wonder, isn't it? Because he must be rich beyond his wildest dreams. His whole family is everyone who knows him is like for generations to come. You think well, it's not about the money now then. So what's he? What is he doing it for? And yeah. I think it's just because he can't. He knows nothing else. <sighs> Final question. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but let's put your dream to the side. <laughs> We've had of the three fights in the last eleven months, which one was most impressive? Um, to remind me of them, Smith, Callum Smith, yeah, Saunders, Killer Oh, so- Saunders for me, hundred percent. Saunders for me. I think it was. I think the way that he figured him out quick, the finish was amazing. I thought he was bang on it from the start. Um, he had to adjust as well, and when he did adjust, yeah, I think I think the Saunders fight out of that. Although Smith was a, a hell of a performance, like rap, he basically didn't let Smith get started whatsoever. I mean, they're great. That a lot of people don't amass that little run over five years or ten years or even in a career as a champion, and he's done it like that. Like three of, 
Like the whole thing. I mean, problem is we won't see anyone like this for a while. They don't come around very often. So it's sort of just want him to keep keep doing it and keep going. Yeah, you do. Uh, I, I would probably say Smith, to be fair, because he, you know, Smith had a lot of things to cost the size and the height and the, and the reach and the, you know, he kept his shape quite well and he just bullied him. And he did it arrogantly um, simple. You know, he was he was blunt with his work. He didn't be. It wasn't loads of finesse that he can that he has that he can show. He just walked right through him. You know, it was just it was almost disrespectful the way he beat him. And I think that that showed how much of a a bully he can be. So yeah, I, I would say Smith. I think he maybe well, there was a little bit in his head. He, he won't admit it, but I wonder whether in that Smith fight, Smith's so big and obviously powerful and long that he knew that he couldn't miss a step in that fight. So he was absolutely spot on. And by the time it got to tonight, he's already dealt with someone bigger than Plant. He's yeah. already, dealt, already dealt with a bigger puncher. He's already dealt with a better mover and a southpaw. It's like, well, this is more, this is more horses. Of course, I know what I'm doing here. And that was maybe why he wasn't quite at the races in the way that we would often expect him to be. Well, it's one thing's for sure. Declan and Barry are always at the races. Yes, that is it. (laughs) That is it from us tonight. Not long after 5am. Canelo Alvarez reigns supreme now, as we said, the undisputed super middleweight world champion. Until his next time. Well, actually, no, we'll be, we'll be back for him. Sorry. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back next year. We'll be back very soon. Until then, do take care.